G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As we do on a Friday, we like to touch base with Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch, talking about the significant things that are impacting our culture now and how do you approach those things from a biblical Christian perspective. And is the biblical Christian perspective something that all of a sudden emerged? Well, Obviously, we know that our Christian faith has been around for a long time, that there's been so much controversy over Christianity for generation upon generation upon generation that one might assume that some wisdom begins to emerge about just how the world is, about the effects of what we'd call sin on human nature, about the way that cultures are shaped according to what people believe. Well, Bill Muhlenberg's been blogging about these sorts of issues of recent times, and one of his latest articles caught my eye. It's called Francis Schaeffer, The West and God's Judgment. Bill Muhlenberg joining us again. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be with you again. Well, Bill, I know that Francis Schaeffer, as a philosopher, as a Christian evangelical philosopher, has made a huge impact on anyone who reads his material because he seemed to have such a prophetic voice from those times 40 to 50 years ago, and then he eventually died, I think, in the early 1980s. But the things that he wrote about at the time describe our world today. Yes, well, absolutely right. Uh, if you ever had to uh, pick a prophetic voice, it would be Francis Schaeffer, and uh, not just a voice, a mind, a heart. You know, his whole life was one of weeping for the death of the culture around him and the plight of modern man, and uh, not unlike the uh, prophets of old. So he's always a terrific voice to be uh, listening to and rereading. And you've approached some writings of his with an application to what you're seeing in the world today and something of a focus on the prophet Jeremiah from the Old Testament. Yes, that's right. I actually just had finished reading in my daily readings uh, Jeremiah and Lamentations, and then uh, somebody reminded me that one of Schaefer's books is specifically uh, built on these two books, so... um, I went to my bookshelf and pulled out Death in the City, something he had written back in the late 60s. And sure enough, the whole book, which is actually from a series of talks he gave at Wheaton College back in 1968, was about just as God had to sadly judge the city of Jerusalem and the people. Um, You know, everything they thought could never happen did, the destruction of the city, the temple, and so on, exile. Uh, Schaefer said, look, we're really pretty much in the same way in the West today. We, too, have had a spiritual history and legacy. We, too, have squandered that. We've wasted that. We've thrown away our Christian past and are shaking our fists at God. 
And the only word that Jeremiah could give to his people at such a point was coming judgment, the wrath of God. And Schaefer said, well, are we any different in the West today? Are we not under the just judgment of God for a people that's uh, abandoned God and said, we don't need you anymore? So he was really quite uh, incisive and prophetic, and that was a full uh, 50 years ago when he was talking about this. Francis Schaeffer was one of those popular Christian philosopher authors who began to talk about living in a post-Christian mm. world mm. before most people seemed to realize that was the case. Mm. Yes, absolutely. I mean, everybody just kind of grew up just prior to that in the world in the West in which you know, Christian, non-Christian, we all pretty much thought alike. We all pretty much believe there's a God. We recognize Jesus exists. There is such a thing as sin and so on. So uh, even, you know, in a nominal culture, even your non-Christian neighbor pretty much was on the same page as you were. But just uh, almost overnight, really, in the 60s and so on from there, uh, much of that was overthrown, the whole cultural revolution, the sexual revolution, everything else. And we really did bring into the West a post-Christian culture. So as you say, Schaefer was one of the earliest ones to remind us, hey, we no longer live in a Christian society. It's, uh, you know, that's, you know, sure, there's plenty of Christians still around, but the culture as a whole has moved away from its Christian foundations, and most people are now... Even if they may roll up for church every week, they're kind of thinking and acting just like pagans. So Schaefer was trying to warn both the nation but the church as well. Hey, unless we get back to our roots, unless we start repenting of our sin, of our immorality, of our decadence, we really don't have much more of a future than ancient Israel did when they spurred their own spiritual heritage. Bill, it seems to be that Schaefer was talking about a time when culture moves far enough away from its Christian roots, from its Christian foundations that's given them those freedoms that a culture like ours has experienced. And the only type of preaching that will then cut through into a generation that has moved away from its uh, from its moorings is a preaching that includes this message of the judgment of God. Mm, yeah, so that's exactly right. His whole uh, message of the book, Death in the City, is about the importance of the word we now proclaim. To simply start with happy, clappy news, to talk about, you know, what we hear so often today, how to have your best life now, well, that's not real gospel preaching. We have to let modern man know the predicament he is in, and that is a lost sinner. We're morally dead, spiritually dead. And, uh, you know, we have to first remind man where he is at today. He's under the wrath of God. He's uh, the object of God's judgment unless there's repentance and change. And it's, uh, you know, not a popular message. Nobody likes to preach it. But it was exactly the message that the prophets had to keep for year after year, decade after decade, in fact. Uh, Ezekiel, Isaiah, all of them as well preach the message. God is um, taking you to task. You've abandoned your first love. You've broken covenant. You're no longer, uh, you know, doing what God expected of you. And unless you make some changes, there is no other option 
but to take some pretty strong steps, and certainly the destruction of Jerusalem, the temple, the exile, those were strong steps indeed. And uh, But that even as well was part of God's covenant faithfulness to his people. Even though his own people had abandoned him, he still was committed to them. So judgment was also an act of his mercy to bring them back to where they belong. And I think Schaefer is quite right to say, well, are we really much different in modern-day America or Australia? Bill, I guess over previous decades, we could probably point to times in Australia where it's been fairly easy to Mm. preach the gospel. Not that there's always been a fabulous response, but when you start to speak the truth in a society that's left its moorings, that's Mm. ignoring God, uh, I imagine it'll be much more costly, much more painful to be able to speak that truth into the future. Well, that's exactly what we see happening. In fact, just today, uh, funny that you mentioned it, uh, two such reports I read about in the social media. One was in India, where a Christian preacher was killed simply for sharing the uncomfortable truths of the gospel. Now, we might expect places like India or other countries to have this kind of uh, persecution, but the second piece I read about today uh, concerned somebody up your way, I, I believe. It was uh, in Brisbane. There was a Christian street pe- preacher who's been arrested for simply sharing the gospel on the street in uh, Brisbane. So it is hotting up to uh, stand and proclaim the Word of God today. Well, very unpopular, and um, it's not going to win you a lot of friends, and I think increasingly uh, there's going to be a clampdown. So we need to be prepared for, uh, just like Jeremiah wasn't exactly welcomed with uh, open arms, but was thrown in prison and so on. I think today, more and more, as Christians proclaim truth in love, that will be the fate of us as well. Bill, you conclude your article with some quotes from Francis Schaeffer, which call for a generation that needs reformation, revival, and constructive revolution. I mean, uh, those are different terminologies that sort of point to the same thing, but help us to have a more structured idea of what revival might look like. But this idea of constructive revolution that starts within the body of Christ, within the body of believers... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he was quite right. Uh, Peter reminds us that judgment must first begin with the household of God. And so um, Schaefer in the book reminds us that both the words revival and reformation both come from the same root word, which has to do with restoration. So reformation is uh, restoring proper doctrine and teaching. Revival is restoring proper living for the individual Christian, and he says we need both. We're losing out on the truth wars, on proclaiming biblical doctrine and truth, but of course we're often losing out in lives of integrity. We're not living the life that should be convincing those around us of the truths of the gospel. So Schaefer was very impassioned to say we need both. We need a change of heart and mind. We need to restore both in terms of uh, revival and reformation, if the church is going to have any credibility and any impact in an increasingly hostile 
an anti-Christian society. And speaking of the way forward, Bill, the idea of living in a post-Christian culture, we perhaps have never wanted to admit that things had gotten so far removed from those foundations, but we're starting to see significant fruit of moving from those moorings now. I guess the idea of learning how to impact and how to live in a post-Christian culture is what every believer, every local church needs to be thinking about. Well, quite right. It's uh, no longer business as usual. We're not in the old paradigm of uh, just getting along with everybody. The truth is, if you do take any kind of public stand today for a Christian truth, not just, you know, gospel truths like salvation in Christ, but things like the importance of marriage and family, things like the sanctity of life, all those areas were now getting blasted and um, becoming not only quite unpopular, but increasingly becoming illegal, where we can't even stand up for certain things like this. So uh, things have changed. We're not in Kansas anymore, as they said in The Wizard of Oz. Uh, times have changed, and to think that we're still in some kind of general Christian culture, uh, that's no longer the case. And again, Schaefer was warning about this 50 years ago. Things have changed dramatically, and to Christians... In the West, we need to pick up our game, start living seriously, and as Schaefer says, just like Jeremiah the weeping prophet, we too need to weep for the condition of our nation and the condition of our church. Well, always good to point people to read the works of Francis Schaeffer. And today, reflecting on the writings of Francis Schaeffer, as we're saying, words written 50 years ago, which reflect the circumstance that we can see around us in the Western world and even here in Australia today. Uh, Bill Muhlenberg and one of his latest posts called Francis Schaeffer, The West and God's Judgment. Uh, Bill, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thanks for having me. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.